If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Infamous Fix 7972 and says, Am I the asshole for not wearing my mother in law's wedding dress and not compromising on a dress she likes? And that title makes me think it's already one of those ones that we know the answer to already, but you never know. Let's find out. English is not my first language, so I apologize for all the mistakes in advance. My mother-in-law, who is usually very sweet and nice, asked me to try on her wedding dress as she wanted to gift it to me for the wedding. I did not want to hurt her and so I tried on the dress, even though I knew I wanted to buy my own dress. It fit quite well and looked pretty, but not what I was looking for at all. So I thank mother-in-law for the opportunity and the gesture, but that it was not what I envisioned myself wearing on my wedding day but that she was welcome to join me and my mum the next day when we're looking for wedding dresses. She joined us and I thought everything was fine. But during the shopping, she tried to make me try on dresses similar to her wedding dress, but more my style. I tried two of her picks, but stated that it was still not what I was looking for, even though I liked it a little better on me than her dress, and I thanked her for helping me. She got quiet and only shrugged her shoulders over the other dresses I tried on. I finally found my dream dress, bought it. I'm paying about 2,000 euros and my parents paid about 300 euros for shoes and a veil. My in-laws don't pay anything towards the dress or the wedding and then we went out to eat lunch together. Mother-in-law was still unusually quiet so I asked her what was wrong and if I could help her. She shrugged her shoulders and said it's fine and I thought she needed a little time for her. So I started a conversation with my mum and started eating after we all got our food. We did not exclude her and tried to make her a part of our conversation, but she just shrugged and moped. A few minutes into lunch, she said, You are an ungrateful, spoiled brat. And I was utterly confused and asked why. This is what she said. I would have gifted you my dress, but it wasn't good enough for little miss, I want a new dress. That's ungrateful. And I tried to find a compromise with a dress that matched both of our tastes in a dress and you still denied all that. You're so ungrateful and impolite, not even able to make a compromise. Then she stood up, paid for a meal and left without me being able to say anything. I asked my fiancé later that day about it and he told me to not worry as I did nothing wrong. But sister-in-law texted me that I was an ungrateful asshole for hurting her mother this much and not compromising on anything. Am I the asshole? And then there was one relevant comment on it, which I cover straight away from OP, which says, As I stated, normally she is really sweet and nice. I don't believe she is a bad person. That's why I'm asking myself if I should have compromised because it looks like I really hurt her. I don't know why it's important to her. Maybe because we normally have a good relationship. And to sister-in-law, she is 10 years older, single, and I don't believe that will change due to her attitude. 
and too big for the dress. Dress is a 36 and she is a 44. Now, as I said at the very start of this story, I think we all knew where this one was going to go and it's got to be a not the arsehole. I can't see any other way around it. And I never understand the logic when we see these stories where people try to gift another a wedding dress, which is a really kind thing to do, but to expect them to, yeah, you have to take my wedding dress, you have to wear it, or you have to obey my choices or have a similar wedding dress, like to try and take over your wedding in their own little way. It's just what is going through their heads in that moment to think that's even remotely acceptable. What is the reason? What makes you feel that you're entitled to make that decision on someone's day? I just, I can't get into the head of someone like that. It just blows me away. But before we go on to that update, we're going to cover some comments. And we're going to start with Macaroonhead who says, not the arsehole. Why the fuck would you compromise? You're not her kid who might like the history behind it. And really every bride wants to be special in their own wedding dress. Jetta Boy says, not the arsehole. There is nothing to compromise on here. You tried on her dress as she requested and did not feel it was for you. She was not expected to pay for the dress you chose, so cost wasn't a factor that would affect her. It's your wedding, your choice. Soul Soul Shard says not the arsehole. She's obviously sentimental about her dress and she expects you to not be sentimental about yours. Total hypocrisy. Everyone who hasn't lived under a rock knows that brides typically like to pick out their own dresses, regardless if it was a borrowed one or a new one. I'd wager that she didn't do this with sister-in-law. Saw that someone said how sweet it was on social media, then decided, as her do-over daughter, you were going to do it whether you wanted to or not. Be very careful. Some mother-in-laws lose it during weddings and during babies and other important events. Be very careful to lock the dress up so it doesn't accidentally get ruined. Lock down all your vendors and have them flag your files that there are no changes without confirmation of your identity, such as with a password. Then watch and wait. If nothing happens, this might be a one-off. If a vendor calls telling you that you changed your wedding cake to a different design or flavor, or the venue is suddenly cancelled, then you know to be highly guarded and defensive when it comes to very important events. If you are inclined to be nice, you can offer to have a bit of a lace or beading cut from her dress and add it to a handkerchief or a ring bearer's pillow or something that's a part of her dress is in there. And you know, I've been to a few weddings myself over the years, and I know we always get like the worst of the worst within these stories the majority of the time. Because in general, there's an issue or a relationship problem going on within these weddings. It always sends like a shiver down my spine when people mention that you have to have like your vendors passworded. And don't get me wrong, that's obviously a smart thing to do in situations like this. But that you have to go this far to protect yourself from your own family is... Uh, scary but we'll have one more comment from obi-wan who says not the arsehole no question about it you mentioned the sister-in-law why can't mother-in-law gift it to her why is it so important to her you wear this dress why can't it just be i'd like to help out you can have my dress no okay no worries if you change your mind i'm here i'm glad your fiance said you did nothing wrong but i hope he is doing more to quell your sister-in-law and mother-in-law i hope it works out Toxic people at weddings is no fun. My mother was toxic planning ours and my best man's wife was so toxic during our wedding. My best man had to actually leave. She was making such a scene. Set them straight before your big day. Good luck and congratulations. So then OP did give us their update, which says, one, my fiance had already talked to her. I believe three or four days ago, but thanks for the suggestion. Two, 
My mother-in-law called me just a few minutes ago to apologize. To me, it sounded sincere. She told me that she was disappointed that day because she wanted to be a part of all that at my wedding day. And she did not know how to ask since my parents already said they pay for my veil and shoes. And she knew that I don't wear jewelry except my engagement ring and a necklace my fiance gifted me eight years ago. So she couldn't give me something like this. And she did not want to gift me a garter since she thought it'd be inappropriate to gift her daughter-in-law something like that. And that she was hurt after trying to give input on my dress and was rejected. She apologized again and then asked to treat me and my mum to lunch tomorrow as an apology for her behavior and that she wants to offer, if I am up for it, that she pays for my bridal bouquet. So tomorrow we're going out for lunch and after that to a florist so I can show her the flowers I like and the idea I have for my bouquet. I thank you for all your judgments. And there was a mixture of comments below that update. Some people thinking, you know, glad that they communicated and the apology was made and moving forward should be pretty smooth. Other people saying, you know, this could be just the beginning when they get to the bridal bouquet, the same thing could happen again. And this is just the beginning from mother-in-law. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Which path would you take? Do you think, you know, mother-in-law is going to react again or not? Do you think the apology is enough? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account who says, would I be the arsehole if I attend my best friend's wedding? Apologies if the format looks weird. I'm typing this on my phone and it's my first time posting on Reddit. I, female 24, have been best friends with Andrew, male 24, since kindergarten. It has always been me and him against the world. We've had other friends throughout our lives and been part of different circles, but we've always been each other's number one. Things got tricky when we joined the dating pool. Some of my boyfriends would oftentimes get jealous of the bond we shared. Obviously to us, it was always purely platonic, but in our small town, a male and female friendship as close as ours was unconventional. Andrew started dating Jess in April 2019, and they are due to get married in January. I am extremely happy for them, and I'm looking forward to having little babies to spoil. However, I recently found out through a mutual friend that Jess does not like me. Jess was telling my friend that she has always felt insecure about me and Andrew's friendship and thinks I have feelings for him. It was my first time hearing about this. She's always been nice and sweet when we met up, so this came out of the blue for me. Our mutual friend advised me to not attend the wedding as to not ruin Jess's special day. I've been thinking about not going, but I was named Andrew's best man alongside his brother and I don't want to bail on him or hurt his feelings by not attending. So... Would I be the asshole if I attended my best friend's wedding? And we're going to start off with a comment from Objective Goal 5137 who says not the asshole. If you are invited and the best man to boot, then clearly she's agreed on your attendance. Not going based on hearsay is ridiculous. But if you're being truthful here and you really are Andrew's number one, then he's definitely an asshole that has no business getting married. And his fiance is an idiot for going through with this while she has justifiable reservations about his relationship with you it's you two against the world to include her you're his number one yeah i would bet good money that either their marriage or your friendship is going to implode before it's all said and done opie responded saying i understand what you're saying but i meant it as even if we have other friends or are in different circles we're still each other's best friends or number one friend 
we've always been respectful of boundaries when we've been in relationships and other than jealousy fits by two of my exes we've never had a problem with our friendship that i know of until now many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Needles says not the arsehole. As I was reading your post, I was thinking, go if you can get an invite. Now that I read you are Andrew's best man, you should absolutely go. The wedding likely isn't going to change your dynamic. I have somebody in my life similar to Andrew. She's absolutely wonderful and my life is so much better because she's in it. In no way am I competitive to her relationship. In many ways, I think I make it better. They're going to have to learn how to make decisions as a couple. You are one of them. If you are unsure, ask them both to dinner and talk about it. Left Car says, I would ask Andrew if he is aware of any upset from Jess on this, without necessarily mentioning that your friend has said that Jess has said this, because that could blow up a conflict between them and that you probably don't want to set off if it can be avoided. And then you can talk to him about what to do about that, or he can talk to Jess. I think your friend is quite wrong to say you should skip the wedding because it would ruin Jess's day because she doesn't know that it would and also because it implies that you have somehow done something wrong and it also ignores that it would ruin Andrew's day if the best man declines to attend. Seems like your friend is stirring drama a bit. Jess is the one that needs to resolve this with Andrew. If you are invited, you should accept but also speak to Andrew, not the arsehole. Myrtle the turtle says not the arsehole. I was in a similar situation a few years ago and not long after my Andrew married his Jess, who seemed fine with me up until and including the wedding, he essentially ghosted me. After almost 20 years of friendship, I'm still devastated, but there's not much you can do when they've made their choice. Kick in the guts though. I sincerely hope this isn't the case for you, of course. Good luck. Cheetah Direct says not the asshole if you go. Mutual friend is not a friend at all. Also, if Jess is so against you going, she needs to talk to hubby about that, not complain to said friend. You didn't hear anything through the soon-to-be-newlyweds. If you want, you can try to have a talk with them about how they feel about the whole situation, or you can just ignore stupid pot-stirring friend. And one more comment from Waltz Working who says not the arsehole. Don't take so much to heart when you didn't hear it from the source. Your mutual friend was wrong to meddle. And did it occur to you that it might actually be mutual friend's feelings about your relationship, not Jess's? Jess might have been venting some insecurities while knowing full well how you two feel about each other. There is no shame in her being a bit insecure. Andrew and Jess might talk about her feelings regularly and that's fine. 
It does not mean she does not like you. It does not mean she does not want you there. It does not mean you will ruin her day if you come to the wedding. She's a grown woman and if something bothers her, she can come to you. If you have doubt, talk to her or Andrew or both of them directly, but don't think for others and don't judge Jess based on what someone says she said about you. Check the facts. And that was kind of my feelings on this one is that you don't know what's truly been said here. You're hearing it secondhand. So I think you should absolutely attend the wedding and support Andrew where you can. But I kind of feel like if I was in your position as well, I'd feel, I don't know. I, I, this isn't advice because I don't know if it's right, but I would feel for myself that I would have to say something to Andrew or Jess just to clear things up. I'd maybe speak to Andrew about it and say, you know, I've heard this. Can you validate that at all? Is this what's going on? Because if there was insecurities coming from Jess's side, I would like to put them at ease if possible. I know you don't have to do that with someone else's insecurities, but if you can put a lid on it pretty quickly and easily with a conversation, then why not in my opinion? But now let's move on to Opie's update and see what happens next. So Opie says, thank you so much to everyone who replied and gave me some things to think about in my previous post. I'm very happy to inform everyone that this is a happy update and things thankfully didn't escalate. I reached out to Andrew and talked with him privately about what I had heard and he was also as taken back as I was. Given that Jess has not mentioned anything to him either. I asked for him to not mention it to Jess and instead chose to talk to her myself. We had lunch at my apartment and she did confide in me about some insecurities she had felt about my relationship with her fiancé. I was more than happy to reassure her that he was nothing more to me than a little brother. We also established more boundaries so she feels more secure. We also talked about what our mutual friend said and Jess did talk to her about how she was feeling but she never asked or even mentioned my participation in the wedding. I did offer to back out of the wedding party but she insisted that it wasn't necessary and both her and Andrew wanted me there. I did take some people's advice and me and Jess will have a girls night every Friday. It's important to me to be able to be even closer with her and I want to be able to put any of her worries to rest. As for some criticism in my last post about me saying me and Andrew were each other's number one. I can assure you all that I meant in it we have other friends but we'll always be each other's number one friend. I know my place in Andrew's life and I'm in no way trying to be or will I ever be above his future wife. And I think that's a nice update, you know, communication winning the day once again. And I think it's real nice that OP and Jess themselves are starting to build on their bond as well, which may ease her insecurities even further. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And I've had to come back after I read the story. Just to give you a warning on this one, if you're eating, you might want to stop or you might want to skip this story for now. It's about a guy who eats hot wings, so you can take out of that what you will. And I won't give anything more away from that, but I'd advise you skip while you're eating. And we're just going to move on to the Today I Messed Up subreddit for the last story. And it's a bit of a random one. It's not relationship based or anything like that, but... You know, I saw the title and I couldn't resist. It's from Deacon Knight who says, Today I messed up by telling a waitress I had already beaten their hot wing challenge. Obligatory this didn't happen today, but was actually a few years ago. But I'm sure you people of Reddit will still be able to enjoy my pain. So as the title suggests, I like spicy things. I have a large collection of hot sauce at home. I've tried most of the world's super hot peppers and I've won numerous hot wing challenges. Usually I'm fine, but as I've aged, occasionally I find that my stomach suffers. 
nothing too extreme, but a lot of noise and sometimes a bit of ring of fire. <laughs> Cut to the day of this specific incident. I live in a medium-sized city in Canada. My brother-in-law used to live in another city about 140 kilometers slash 90 miles away. So for context, and this becomes important, about an hour and a half by car. This day in particular, we went to visit so we could drive him back to our house for the weekend. Now, we did this pretty often. Usually when we do, we find a restaurant to grab a bite to eat before we head home. The last few times we went, we found a small pub that specialized in buffalo wings. At the back of the menu, they advertised a hot wing challenge where if you finish their hottest wings, you eat free. Without an ounce of hesitation, I ordered the challenge wings. The waitress asked, are you sure? To which I replied, I like hot foods and I can't turn down an opportunity to eat free wings. She laughed and got my wings. They were hot, but I'd definitely eaten hotter. And so I got my free wings, paid for my girlfriend's meal and my beer and went on my way. In the coming months, I did this twice more. Each time the waitress would ask, are you sure? Each time I would say, yes. Each time I got free wings and it was wonderful. Cut to this last time. We go to our favorite wing place. We waltz in with an air of familiarity and seat ourselves. A waitress whom I later find out is the owner comes to take our order. My girlfriend's daughters and brother-in-law all order and the waitress turns to me and asks what I'll be having. I say, I'd like to do the hot wing challenge, please. The waitress once again asks, are you sure? This is where I fucked up. I stupidly told her, oh yeah, I've done this lots. Dear reader, when you tell the owner of an establishment that you've already eaten a free meal at their place and now you're just there to fleece them out of another order of wings, they do not take it well. Our previously friendly waitress turns to me and coldly says, Oh, have you? Then this should be easy for you. It was not. My wings came and everyone's eyes went wide and they leaned away from my meal. Instantly, everyone's eyes water and the waitress slash owner grins a big, toothy, mirthless grin. She says, enjoy, and walked away. I cannot convey to you in mere words the pain I suffered eating these wings. I took my first bite and it was searing doom. An explosion of nuclear fire blanketed my palate, not unlike what I'm sure the people of Pompeii would have experienced during the eruption of Mount Vesuvius. My body began shivering and sweating. A river of snot and tears ran from my face. Twice I went to the washroom to cry to myself and question my life choices, though no one expected me to finish. I endured. When it was finally over, everyone was silent. We paid without a word and left. In my car, my girlfriend turned to me and tentatively asked, Are you okay? When I just nodded in the affirmative, she asked, Are you sure? I just looked at her expressionless. We began our drive home. Again, I would like to reiterate that generally I don't experience much in the way of after effects from spicy food. This was different though. I could feel the burn in my esophagus still, right down to my stomach. And my stomach was getting worse. I was getting bloated and uncomfortable. About a half an hour into this hour and a half drive, it becoming increasingly uncomfortable to the point where I'm shifting uncomfortably in the driver's seat. My girlfriend asks if I'm okay. I tell her, something is off. She suggested stopping to use the bathroom, which I declined. I wasn't sure what was going to happen and I felt like it had best be at home when it did instead of some filthy gas station restroom. An hour into the drive and this discomfort is full on pain, bad pain. I step on the gas, blowing well past the speed limit. 
I didn't care. I just needed to get home. My stomach had decided that it was no longer going to house these abominations one way or the other. They were coming out. When we finally got there, I put the car in park and ran to the door. I fumbled with my keys while everyone else got out of the car. The door finally opened and I vaulted up the stairs four at a time while simultaneously undoing my pants. It was a race to the toilet and I was losing. Just as I got to the bathroom, it happened. I got the door mostly closed before a violent spray erupted from my asshole, painting the back of the door and the floor. <laughs> to minimize the splash zone, I made an executive decision. The bathtub instead of the toilet. I launched myself into the tub and started doing my best to get my clothes off. All the while, I'm violently shitting and throwing up all over myself. My girlfriend, God love her, came upstairs and with a look of absolute disgust at my vilely bodily expulsions, took my dirty clothes away and cleaned the door, walls and floor. She came back upstairs after starting the laundry and turned the shower onto my battered, burning body. I was cowering in the fetal position as the warm water hit me. Still amazed at the lashback a pound of spicy buffalo wings was able to put forth. She asked me in a sweet voice if I had learned my lesson, and I feebly replied, Yes. I lied. <laughs> my word. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much, and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, and much love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.